Welcome to Map It Marketing for small business owners who want to become more confident and capable in their marketing. I'm Rachel Claver, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I've learned that there are so many different things that we are supposed to do all the time. And trying to work it all out is quite frankly often very confusing. In this podcast, we're going to explore what those things are and whether you need to pay attention to them. Ready? Let's get started. If there's one platform that I have totally undervalued over the years, it's totally Pinterest. It's often a completely undervalued part of small business digital marketing plans. But with over 450 million monthly users, 60% of them being women, it's the perfect platform to use to build presence, help people find you and create links back to your website. It's not like other social media platforms where you need to be on there every day and you can schedule in things. So it's a great one to use as part of your marketing machine. Tracy Hancock wanted to use Pinterest to do just that. She's a coach who developed the Living Well program that helps her clients get clarity around how they want to live and then take steps they need to do that. Along with one-to-one work, Tracy offers an online learning option to help her clients develop and learn. She's based in Te Awamutu in New Zealand, but Tracy's been able to grow her customer base across New Zealand and Australia using a range of marketing techniques, including Pinterest. Her use of Pinterest was so successful it became overwhelming, and Tracy learned what she needed to do to maintain a regular stream of traffic without burning herself out. So this episode, she has generally shared some of her mistakes that she made when setting up her Pinterest page, what she has learned along the way, and how she's running it now. If Pinterest is on your list of platforms that you're going to go deeper this year in 2022, or you want to know if it could work for you at all, this episode will help you. Let's get talking to Tracy. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of Mappet Marketing. This is one of our first shows of the new year and I'm so excited to have Tracy Hancock on this with us today. I've known Tracy for ages. I've watched her business grow. She's got a beautiful, gentle, but quite challenging energy. She won't let you slide. Um, and she is going to be sharing with us a little bit about something. I've asked her to talk about her experience with Pinterest because we're focusing on that in the next few weeks. Um, she's also, however, that's not what she does. She's a business owner in her own right. And so what I thought we'd do is um, allow Tracy to introduce herself and a little bit of what she does so you can see whether it's something that you feel you can relate to as you go across, which I'm sure you will. So Tracy, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, And tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you for having me. Okay, so what I found throughout my lifetime is a lot of people go through life feeling the weight of expectations and all those shoulds and you know you've got to be like this and you've got to do that and not surprisingly that's what I felt going through life and it's just no way to live like you just feel out of sorts and just like eek something's wrong something's missing so what I do is I help people reconnect with who they are to really understand you know who they are what they value how they want to live and of course provide the tools to help them make that real because it's one thing to go through that discovery and then you go then what well here you go here are some tools to help you make that your reality because for me that's when life becomes more fulfilling and you amplify your impact and your contribution so it's all about being your real self and living living life fully I love that because I think one of the things that I I was on, I was actually interviewed on a podcast a few weeks ago and I talked about that. There was the realization that something had to shift and change and I was out of alignment, but 
you think that that's going to fix everything, but there's actually quite a painful process you have to have to go as you unshed the stuff that's been holding you back and the fear often of jumping into what you're going to do next. A hundred percent. And because, you know, a lot of people go searching outside of themselves to figure the stuff out. But as you just said, it's like the shedding. It's the shedding of all those layers that we've used to protect ourselves. It's the you know, societal pressures, it's the things that we've heard from a very young age. So a real shedding process. And, you know, that is not always pretty, but but I think you'd probably agree, well worth it when you come out the other side and you go. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think I think for me, um, one of the people, and I know you would have this too, people often will ask, you know, how do you become confident and how do you do this? It really is just stepping back into yourself often, but you don't know what that self is because there's been so much other stuff happen to stop it happening. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And so for me, that confidence, we we lose confidence, we lose self-confidence because we don't stand strongly in our truth. We haven't had that experience of going, you know what, this is me. I know myself. I accept myself. I approve of myself. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to be. And when we know that, we are just so much more naturally confident. Yeah. I was thinking, and we're going to talk about Pinterest in a minute, but I I was thinking about this yesterday because even though this is going to be in January, we're recording this while I'm still in lockdown in Auckland. You're liberated because you're in the Waikato. <laughs> Um, but but um, I'm I'm still in lockdown, and I was actually thinking. So I bought these really cool, brightly coloured overalls, which I'm going to use in video. And I was I was thinking about it and going, it's so weird because as a round person or a, and a person that absorbs a lot of other people's feelings, lockdown's a really good time for me because I'm not around other people. I'm just with myself. I've got my family who all love and accept me. So I don't get any external influences, and I tend to find that I go deeper into that creative push because I, I'm only listening to my own voice and it makes it stronger, which was a nice byproduct of a lockdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't this interesting? Because I know it's a lockdown's not a great thing, but when you start to look at those those benefits or the, mm-hmm. you know, the opportunities and the fact that you've taken them, you've recognized them and you've taken them and you've realized, gee, when I'm not getting all of that external stuff, yes. I'm stronger. So now when you come out of lockdown, it'd be interesting as you transition yeah. to go, Very how much. do I manage that? Because you could go from being in your beautiful bubble to all of a sudden going, Oh my exactly. Gosh. I mean, I may get crushingly disappointed anyway because the item of clothing I bought were these brightly colored overalls. And Rod, uh, for the listeners, that's my husband and my business partner. Um, he has literally said the line he will cross, he will not cross, is when I start wearing overalls. But I could not resist them. I, I mean, they were just like so me. So I'm just, <laughs> they probably won't ever come out for date night. Um, <laughs> they will be in videos. Um, so it is, it's awesome. Now, I wanted to get you on board here because we are talking about Pinterest. And I think for me, Pinterest is, I've got into it this year. I've got really into it. Uh, but I felt Pinterest was a bit of a dark art because it is quite related to search engine optimization or SEO, uh, which is a thing that I'm like, I can do many things. Um, and I like maths, but when SEO is mentioned, there's this weird la 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 thing that goes in my brain and I have like a block. Um, and you, you, are actually one of the reasons I started setting up my Pinterest again, because you went into a phase of using Pinterest. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, I, yeah, I am. I am. And um, oh my God, I just want to dive in and talk about it, but maybe I should uh, wait for your question because honestly, what an experience it's been using Pinterest. I, it's blowing my mind. And, <laughs> in a good way or a bad way? Like, um, 
like in a good way on reflection at the time um because my Pinterest account exploded like literally exploded in terms of views to the point where I ran away like I literally I got up from my desk and I would just run away and I would I'd delete Pinterest so I couldn't look at it because it just freaked me so much yeah because it just such a good job you freaked yourself out yeah yeah and I know right I know which makes no sense at all also like everyone else is like damn you Tracy I mean like where to go like you're so successful you freak yourself out we're just struggling to get a view on a pin (laughs) you know because I was watching the numbers going up and um, it got to like 180,000 views, like really consistently for, for a very lengthy period of time. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's so many people looking at my stuff. Get off, quick, get off. <laughs> it was almost like an imposter syndrome thing where you sort of freaked out about it. It was just the num the sheer numbers. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God, what does this mean? Like, are they going to have all these expectations of me? And, oh, my God, do they think, like, I'm really good at this? <laughs> Honestly, the stories I told myself, I was really grateful mm. that my training as a coach meant I did calm down, but that was my immediate reaction. But that didn't just happen. Like, it, it, built, it did build up. And um, maybe like many, I started on Pinterest out of personal interest, and then started to read and hear people talking. When I say people, like marketing people that I was following. Yeah, talking like about, Jenna Kutcher, was that one? That yeah, 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 she was one. And they're going, yeah, get on Pinterest. It's the place to be. And I'm like, okay, they've said it. I've got to be there. And I and I was dabbling personally. And then I started to experiment and do some stuff and try some stuff. And, and the views kind of built quite quickly to around about 11,000 a month. And I thought, oh, that's amazing. I've made it. I'm so happy. <laughs> but then I just kept on crying. <laughs> so, so in terms of your Pinterest, do you do it completely by yourself or do you have a VA that helps with this? Like, do you, because I think that's important. I have a VA that ha- I have two people who help me with my Pinterest. Um, I have one person, I've got a pin templates and they do the pins and I've got someone else who schedules them. Do you get extra help or is it just you? So at the moment, it's just me. I did have a period of time where I got some help because, look, one of the lessons I learned was marketing is not my full-time job. I am a life coach. But marketing, in Pinterest in particular, was taking over my life, and I actually knew nothing about it. I was just guessing. I'd read something and go, oh, okay, I'll just try that without a plan. (laughs) And so I went, okay, Trace. Like, seriously, if you're staying on Pinterest, you need to learn some stuff. So I did some learning and then I went, now, if I got a VA who didn't have to be a Pinterest expert, but just someone who could do some research, find out some best practice, help me with my scheduling tool. And like, I doubled my learning in a shorter period of time. So I used a VA to up my skills, to learn about the analytics, to learn about how to write descriptions. I may go back to using a VA um, again, I think, um, because I can just see the huge potential in Pinterest. I really like this because that's how I use my team quite often. Like I have to know as a marketer, I have to do our marketing, teach marketing, and everything changes all the time. There's no way I can keep on top of it. So I give different people in my team something and say, look, this is something that I know I need to get better at. Can you go learn about it? Mm -hmm. And then can you give me the summarized version of what I need to do, the key action points? And then if I can work it out from you, I can teach it. 
Um, and I and I I think that's a really wise way of using a VA. Um, mm. And also for me, I do find. Um, do you schedule your pins? Like, well, yes, we'll I talk do. about how it works. But do you use Tailwind mm. or do you use Pinterest? Yeah, I use Tailwind for scheduling because yeah. there are other features that that then gives me access to, which are really useful. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get let's strip it back right from the beginning. So mm-hmm. when you started Pinterest, um, what were some things you learned, or when you especially after you got the training, what were some things you learned you had to do to set up your boards right or set up your account right? Mm-hmm. So actually, think about why I was on Pinterest. I mean, what was the purpose for a start? It's quite an important question. Yeah, <laughs> didn't really think about that to start with. Kind of backtracked a bit. And went, so why am I here? How often do we? You know. <laughs> very common I know and then just to think about oh Tracy it's not actually about you love it's about your clients your potential clients and and customers so that was a you know a bit of a shift okay you're not just there saving your own pretty pictures like who are you there for to um, provide information for to attract so actually think about who you're there for and what are they interested in like what are they what are they looking for when they're actually on Pinterest um, so really stepping out of me and thinking about yeah the why and who I'm um, looking to connect with on Pinterest. And what are most of your pins directing towards? Like where do they go? Because um, for those who don't understand, a Pinterest pin is kind of like just a, it's an image with a bit of text and it has a link. And when you click the image, often it will take you to a link somewhere. So where did you want them to go? I have two places that I direct them to primarily. One is to my Instagram account, and that's more so they can get a feel for my vibe. So I'm going, you know, for more tips, for more ideas, go and check out on Instagram because that's where I kind of show up and really show some of my personality. So that's kind of get to know me, get to know my vibe. That's yeah. Yeah, I've been doing that with TikTok and Instagram sharing from there. And those actually have been more popular than the other ones often because, um, you know, I think too with using video and being able to share a reel or something and being able to push back, people go, oh, I like that. I like that energy. And then they come back and check more out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great way to use content that you've already created. It really is. Oh my god! Because that's, that's one place. And where do they go to? What's the other place that they go? The other place would be something uh, like a specific page on my website. So it depends on what I'm focusing on at that time. If I'm promoting a program, it'll be straight to that program page. If it's to sign up for my blogs, it'll be to that page. So what I've learned but didn't do very well to start with is be very specific and intentional about where you take them to. So yeah, either Instagram or a specific page on my website with a with a clear call to action. Yeah. Yeah. And I think these are the things that are the bit that takes the time is making sure that you've got a really good title that someone's going to be interested in looking at a nice picture pin that has that title or information in it a bit of a good summary and then that link and those those with the call to action and that can be like a bit of a head head shift because it is not always the same as if you're writing a Facebook post or an Instagram post it is a a different kettle of fish Mm. and that's such a good point because I think people jump from maybe using Facebook or Instagram Mm. to Pinterest and think they can do things exactly the same Mm. but it's quite different and you made this point earlier what I didn't realize to start with is how powerful Pinterest is from an SEO point of view so it changed my entire approach then when I went, ah, oh, oh, right. Yeah, because this is the thing that I feel that as a marketer, um, because obviously I'm not a digital marketer, I do digital, but it's not everything I do. 
And one of the things I feel that um, I have fallen into getting wrong in the past because everyone wants to talk about social media. And when they talk about social media, they're talking about Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. But the shelf life of YouTube or Pinterest is way beyond any of those other things because on Pinterest, a good pin will have it, it's there forever, but it lasts for about three months. Mm, yeah. It's- Whereas the shelf life on a post is four to six hours. And like realizing that it, it's like mind blowing. And this is the kind of stuff that I didn't know when I started and yeah. you kind of like fall into it. And because my Pinterest account kind of exploded so much, I had people from Pinterest like reaching out and offering me free strategy sessions. That's amazing. Yeah. I know it was so cool. So I'm like on these sessions with a wonderful person um, based in Australia, taking me through some strategy stuff and, you know, sharing resources and telling me about, you know, how it works and and more detail and stuff I didn't know. And she'd looked at some of my stuff and I'm like, oh, is this what happens when you're like... (laughs) When when you're famous, when you're pissed to famous? (laughs) I know. I love that. That's so cool. Um, So one of the things I made a mistake with, and I think you got right, is I made my board titles too complicated um, because they need to be quite short and really easy, like SEO, really, aren't they? Like mm. that whole like keyword thing. Yeah, definitely, a hundred percent. Make it super easy, and look at what people are searching for mm. as well, and and use those keywords. And so you'll you'll see on my boards, I have a mix of boards where I only put my own content, but there'll be boards that. I I pin other people's content too, but it's similar to mine. So it's kind of reinforcing that kind of you're coming to my boards and this is the kind of feel you're going to get. And, you know, I'm sharing some some broader love than just um, my content alone. So how many hours would you put into into Pinterest either a week or a month? So I've got that fairly finely tuned now. I thought you might. (laughs) (laughs) And it's probably only about an hour a month that's pretty good yeah because I know the drill I know what I do so I know when I create my content for Instagram then I just convert that to content for Pinterest um, when I'm creating a blog you can get about 12 10 12 pins out of a blog and so you, you just stack them up like that and um, yeah so it, I think having a process is key but, but starting with something, and I'm sure you would say this as well, with anything you're doing, start with something that's realistic and then build up. So I was at one point doing six pins a day. <laughs> a bit tricky, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a bit tricky. Tall. I mean, Pinterest yeah. is good because with Tailwind, which is this app, and it is a paid app, and I would say if you're going to use Pinterest, it is so well worth it. Like you can schedule um, with um, Canva, you can schedule in Pinterest, but Tailwind just knocks it out of the park. Would you agree to? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, um, but I, I, my thing that I had done wrong is um, I also did some training. With, I did some training with Jenna Kutcher because it was a headspace for me, and I got sucked in to making everything look Jenna Kutchery. So like she has like beautiful earth tones and stuff like that. And I was like, I've got to do that. And I'd before that I've been doing brights and getting quite a lot of hits, but I got this kind of doubt thing around it. And so, and nothing was working. And I actually paid someone recently to overhaul my Pinterest and go, what's going wrong? And she immediately went back to Brights. And I was like, oh, I can do those? And she's like, yeah, that's the brand. <laughs> and it was just like, it's such a dumb thing. Because I'm a marketer. I know that thing. But it was just, you can, it's so easy to get that kind of doubting space around what you do. Because yours is, your, one of your brand colors is purple. So purple would feature a lot in your pins. Yeah, it does. And, and you know, interesting, 
I went through a phase where I watered down the purple. Interesting. Because, and I'll tell you why I did it. Because across social media, there's been such a trend with those natural earthy yes, times. Exactly. Such a trend. And I was struggling to find a, like a role model who was using the brighter colors. And in the end, I just went, I, I just can't do it because I didn't like looking at my own yeah, stuff. I didn't like it either. I just felt like, oh, this is not me. But I was like, but this is what everyone wants. And they, But it's not my people don't want that. Your people don't want a watered-down version of Tracy. They want, like, the full noise Tracy. Mm-hmm. So 100% knowing your brand colours, knowing your fonts, knowing your styles, knowing what sort of images and, you know, what you want to portray, like, the more you can get clarity about those things, makes it so much easier tailwind ideal you know you're, you're scheduling into tailwind you can use the smart loops and, and the, the other features and there it in amazing analytics because you know when you look at your analytics it's quite useful another thing I didn't do to start with yeah I do it I do love that I do love the analytics so and one of the questions I going to ask you is on your pins do you use your face quite a bit sometimes 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 but not all the time sometimes not all the time pins. Some of them are just text. Some of the um, uh, images that reflect the vibe and, and and the kind of people that I'm looking to attract as well. So I don't want it to be all about me because I'd noticed when I was going on people's Pinterest, when the photos were all of them, I was actually getting a bit overwhelmed. Really? A bit yeah. Yeah. And just like, dude, what about me? Where's the space for me? So I like to use some images that invite people in to go, oh, I can see myself in that. I like yeah. that. I really like that. So you use it to drive traffic to your website. And and in relation to that, are you is your business, because we've been caught up for ages, are you still focused mainly on New Zealand and Australia or New Zealand and or Australia? Or are you worldwide? Are you working with people worldwide? So so my focus is very much on on New Zealand, Australia. Yeah. But I'm very aware that with an online program, I can work with people anywhere. And so for me, Pinterest has been a great way to tap into the American market. So about half of my Pinterest audience are from America. That's interesting. Yeah. And then the UK and Canada are next as well. So it's giving me reach into those countries. And what I'm seeing then is I have a a free Facebook community where I'm getting people from those countries coming into that community. So while they might not buy immediately, they're kind of coming into my, it's my orbit. Yeah. And then we're just building that relationship. So I'm seeing a more international flavor coming through in my group and in my newsletter signups as well. So you know, from a future-proofing growth That's development cool. point of view. Yeah, Pinterest has been great for that. For, for people who are just Australia, New Zealand focused, Pinterest has got huge growth in this region, huge growth. And um, it's well worth tapping into, particularly when you take into account people are on Pinterest, not just to be scrolling. They are ready. They're ready for information to buy. Whatever it is they're looking for, they're ready to take some action so it's a, it's a great platform but also I think one of the things with Pinterest which I really like is that when you're doing a search because Pinterest is so highly indexed especially if you're an image person the Pinterest images will come up so it does give you that opportunity too to really help see that um, yeah. have you used Pinterest advertising I have I have now not consistently me neither one <laughs> one of the re- and it, look it was phenomenal and so easy it was quite, I found it quite and cheap and cheap the the return on investment by 
far the best paid advertising I've done. I'm not currently, and that's because I'm just redeveloping, a, you know, a program and I just want to use the advertising a smart way. Um, but yeah, cheap, great return on investment and easy to set up as well. Yeah, and, and one of the things that I, because we're talking about that sort of New Zealand Australia thing, one of the things I like about the Pinterest advertising is that is where you can go, I only want people in New Zealand or Australia or wherever it is, and you can just focus on that group and that's the only place that gets your pins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Yep. Um, it, yeah, is so it, it is cheap. It is the cheapest digital advertising out there, which wow. is fantastic. Um, mm. So, okay, so for people that, so you've had lots of traffic. Have you? Do you have? Have you got clients that you know have come from Pinterest, or you're not sure? Um, so I, I definitely know that I've had people coming into my private group and onto yeah. my newsletter list. Um, and so I, I'm now in that kind of phase of going right. I need to be more specific and targeted around actually the purchasing because this would be, I guess, one of the biggest lessons I learned from Pinterest. And you know, people like you can probably talk to your blue in the face and it hadn't some of the things hadn't landed for me but Pinterest helped me see the importance of messaging the targeting the call to action I was like oh, oh I really get it now I really get it that's awesome because I it's interesting because for some people that's video or Instagram or whatever and I do think like I know I went through this last year because I realized that my my leads had dropped off LinkedIn but it's because I'd stopped putting a call to action at the end of my 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 comments and I have to literally write down I have a piece of paper that says remember the call to action because it's so hard to remember but that is mm-hmm. key across all the platforms isn't it really mm-hmm. it sure is and for me I think because my Pinterest just like it, it literally exploded and then I went oh oh I didn't really have them going anywhere I didn't have a call to action um I'm like oh my gosh I know and I finally got it like I finally understood all the pieces of the picture and how it actually worked and I went ah that would have been good to have realized beforehand but good that I know now (laughs) I love it so if you wrote a blog for example and you wanted to use Pinterest how many pins would you create for that blog um so anywhere between 10 to 12 sometimes less depends on on what's in the blog and um I would do a variety it might be a quote or it might be like a um what they call infographic or oh, yeah a, yeah they take like, time they're worth doing but that yeah take time. and so I don't do those so often for that very reason <laughs> I haven't gotten to the swing of that yet um but I try and take the elements of the blog and and do something different so you don't just get the same pin because I've seen people do that like pretty much the same just swap a photo and I'm like I kind of feel like I'm ripping people off then so I, I have to admit I do that a little bit I have templates because it just makes it easier I love that you don't do that and it's great I think maybe what I need to do is do more templates like my carousels I've got like 80 templated images that are there I should just do that for Pinterest so I've got a different layout yeah and that's exactly what I've done I've got different collections of layouts mm. and I make sure I'm sort of mixing them up so from one blog I wouldn't just do 12 pins with a picture in, in a standard headline I'll do quotes or um, a picture of me a picture of a group a picture of a sunrise you know whatever just to really mix them up and give them a different look yeah it's I was just you saw me go I think you saw me my face because we're doing this my video go serious I was I there was this little moment where I was like I wish my business could use sunrises as part of our marketing 
Oh, but they so could. It'd be like, imagine being like Tracy and the sun rising and you're going, I finally get it. The sun has dawned. I know, you know, but the- it's, it so fits your sort of business. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't really do I can't justify the sunrises very often. I'd like to use sunrises. It's bad oh. enough using dogs. I use my dogs. I, I know if I use dogs in a picture that the, the views are going to go up. So you know, I'll use those. So okay, so <laughs> if people were wanting to add Pinterest to their plan and start using mm-hmm. it, what recommendations would you say to get started? Like what would you suggest mm-hmm. they do? Okay, so definitely understand why, like why. <laughs> is it just because somebody else said you should be there? It's just like, okay, well, tell me why I should be there. Like, help me understand that. Like, why? Because you could throw an awful lot of time, effort, and energy at it and for nothing. So yeah, why? That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. So why are you going there? What are you hoping to gain from that? From, from being on Pinterest, what's the... What's it leading to? Because if it's not leading to anything, then, Mm. yeah, maybe not. Um, So definitely why. Um, I definitely do some learning. I think that's really important with Pinterest, you know. Yeah. I think you can kind of learn with with like Instagram and Facebook just by being around everybody else. You can pick up and it can be a bit easier. Pinterest, I do think, is one that you should go and get a bit of learning about. A hundred percent. Yep. Definitely look at, you know, the design of the pins, like really think about getting some templates. Mm. That'll make it so much easier. Much easier. Much easier. Um, And I write, um, just just looking around um, to see if I've got some handy, like I just write myself a little checklist of, you know, what's in my pin caption, much like you said, you know, that prompt to write the call to action. Like, so what's going in here? What's this about? So that I'm making it as easy as possible for myself. Yeah, I am. Um, I, I will admit that I, I have cheated a little bit because I was writing all my captions myself. And then I was like, I have to give this to someone else. And and I'm a bit of a control freak, so I don't want to give it to someone else. <laughs> I had everything. But what I'm now doing is I have created a really SEO-rich caption that can be used across whatever. So for my podcast, I do 10, mm-hmm. 10 pins a week for my podcast. So you'll be on there, Tracy. Um, 10 pins a week for my podcast. And I do, I give um, my VA about seven or eight different titles, 10 designs, and then this little blurb and the link. And then she can switch around the titles and things to kind of fit. Um, and they, those are the ones I take the time to do because they have to be SEO rich and what people would be searching for because it's it's not mm-hmm. necessarily the name of the podcast. It has to be something like um, how to stop getting overwhelmed with Pinterest. Like that might be the thing. That might not be the title of this podcast, but that would be a pin title that I could use. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, 100%. And it's okay to use the same text. Yes, that's <clears throat> what I realised. I know. And again, I think, you know, because I was watching, you know, people who've got like, I know they've got big teams working on this sort of stuff. And I was watching them going, they keep repeating the same text. That's what I realized. And I was like, you've got a big team and you're still doing that. Maybe I can do it too. Yeah, I know. Because again, to start with, because I didn't do the, the learning, I was busy writing everything from scratch. It was all original, six pins a day, seven days a week. I tell you, it was a big job. You could have been the Pinterest superstar of I know. The, the world. People would have come and done conferences and people were like, I just want to hear the queen. And then you'll be like, okay, so I'm spending seven hours a day on this. It's amazing. <laughs> 
you know what? I often think like if if I was coming back in another life, would I be a life coach or would I do like Pinterest? And seriously, I got I got to a point where I was going, huh, maybe I'll specialize in Pinterest. I've actually got a client who's like that. She has an amazingly highly um reputable and successful retail store. And I often say to her, Honestly, if you came back again, your life would be a Canva designer because that is her place of joy. You know, that is the thing. She would give up almost everything just to do that. It's the only thing she wants to do. So I do think that is, and I think that's one of the nicest things about being a business owner is that we can find an element of, of of because lots of marketing is awful, like it's boring or it's repetitive. But when you find like a little hub of something that you love, it's a beautiful thing. Mm. it brings me so much joy like honestly getting onto my phone and looking at my Pinterest I'm like and if something looks out of shape and and I don't know that this is good form so please no one quote me for this but if something really looks out of shape I delete it now I don't delete often but I'm like no that's missing my look (laughs) okay I don't do that I think it is bad form but I I love that you do it now can I ask a question before we we talk about you and how people could work with you because this has been amazing um idea pins are you using these no I haven't like I've seen them there and um, I've gone to delve into it but I've reminded myself of my learnings Mm. do some learning first don't just jump in and start doing so I do want to do some learning on those idea pins yeah have you you? reels don't you I do do reels inconsistently inconsistently so I'm gonna just give you something you can do that won't really hurt you is you can download those reels and just post them as an idea pin and you'll get I get I've had like 500 thousands of views like 500 not 500,000 500 or thousands of views on a reel that I had sometimes had less views on on my Instagram if I had a bad day on Instagram but those seem to work really well and they're not the right way to use an idea pin because an idea pin is like a, a recipe or a thing but they do work really well on there and they do seem to increase that reach so that might be a good start just to have a play to before you do your learning but yeah I do I think idea pins is where they're headed but they seem like they've got a bit more admin in them which is why I don't do too much with them (laughs) it's it's interesting being a business owner with all these tools at our disposal and so sometimes I can find myself like a, so a deer in headlights yes. and I'm like, oh my God, look at all, all, these, all these tools. And now I've kind of got this, this, this point where I go, stop. Yeah, it's good. If you, I, I allocate myself some playtime, yes, I'll go, I you've do. got 30 minutes of playtime. You go for your life, girl. You go. And then other, time, other no, times I, I go. That's so important. Like I have, I have what I call shiny object syndrome playtime and I have an allocated time once a week. And so if something comes, if someone, because people ask me about things all the time and, and I find something, I make a list and I go, okay, this week I'm looking at this mm-hmm. thing. And often I discard it. Like, and so I've had that little play and then go, this isn't the right thing for me. Sometimes I fall in love with it and I change all our systems and then we use it for a week and I go, that was a bad mistake. I should have played with it a bit longer. <laughs> I told people about this really awesome editing tool a few weeks ago. We changed it over to it and then we tried to use it as a, a proper live test with my team and they all got frustrated and I went, that was a bad move. We'll go back to the old way. But I do think it's important to play. Like, because I, I actually, uh, we were running a bit late, but I, I had a coaching session with a client and, you know, I'm saying, well, these are some things we have to really focus on. And I said, but your top priority is actually you need to start giving yourself time every week to think about how you're going to do this. Because if you fill your entire 
time with, and we've talked about this before on LinkedIn and things, when if you're doing just your work all the time, you have no time to sit and reflect and play. Mm-hmm. And the play is so important. And I think sometimes we get afraid to play. So a lot of what I learned early on in Pinterest, I was playing. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, I realized I needed to supplement that with some learning, but I don't want to lose my curiosity and go, oh, I know what that might do. I'm going to have a go at that. Oh, I like the look of that. I'm going to find out some more. I'm going to pay someone to help me or I'm going to do a course or actually that's not for now. But like the importance of playing and not giving ourselves a hard time. So you know how I said when my account started to explode and I ran away, part of me coming back and re-engaging was, Trace, be curious and be kind. Like just re-engage Let's have a bit of a play. Let's see what's going on. Let's understand why it exploded. Like, let's look at what was going on and, and what led to that happening. And I just used that play philosophy, which really helped take the scariness out of it for me. It is so, I think it's so important. I did that with Reels this year. Like I did a whole lot of stuff the way everyone else did it. Then I went, actually, I want to do this way. And I played for 90 days solid. I did a Reel every day. And I learned some stuff, but I still wasn't ready. So I took a break and I went and got some training from a few other people that I'd seen their stuff. So I went and asked some questions and, and got some help and bought, bought a course and things like that. And then, but I kind of just kept like a, a paddled while I was doing that. And I've come back and I feel like I have found my thing. I have found the way I did it, but I, I couldn't have done that by jumping straight into a course because I would have just taken exactly what they had and replicated, whereas now I've got my way of doing it, which I think mm-hmm. is really important. And you, you would be the first to say, you know, like, you've got to be yourself. Like, sure, it's learn from these yeah. people, but you, you've got to be yourself. We can't be natural, earthy-toned people no. if we naturally want a bit of colour and we want a bit of energy and we want a bit of craziness. Exactly. I tell you what really bores me, like on any platform, when I see the same thing showing up in the same way, the same colours, the same music, and I'm like, dude, where's your personality gone? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that was the thing that I've been really reminded of. I think we have to, if you've got something in you and you've got a way of doing it and it's different to everyone else, don't ignore that because that difference is the thing that makes everyone else notice you out of a crowd of millions. Mm, Because we can use the fundamentals. If we, you know, talking about Pinterest, the the SEO, the the way you do your captions, we can use that structure, Mm. but we don't have to be hamstrung by somebody else's style. We use the structure and then we infuse it with our goodness. I love that. that. that's the magic. Because I'm so into this because structure is what all creatives need. We need the boundary of structure and then you fight against the structure and that's where the magic happens. You know, you, oh. you tease on the barriers of it. So that's just like, oh. okay. So how do people work with you? If they go, gosh, this person not only knows about Pinterest and may need to do some Pinterest stuff for her, for her life, but my gosh, I love her energy. Where do they find you? How would they work with you? So the best place to find me would be to go to my website, tracyhancock.com. And there are three ways that they could work with me. I have a free community, which is just, it's a beautiful space to jump in, get a bit more of a feel for my vibe, my philosophy, but also join a group of people who are committed to living life fully. It's a great place to be. And we do some cool stuff during the month, including a live session. So that's one way and it's it's free. Um, Another way is we can do personal coaching. So some coaches um, will offer standard programs. I have a few options. 
and we mix and match depending on where you're at, where you want to be, who you, you know, how you like to work. And, and I like to tailor these things. I'm pulling faces because. <laughs> no, I'm not saying. We, someone asked me, what do you cover in the coaching program? I said, well, everyone's different. Like for marketing, it's like I could imagine if I did, if we were doing, I was doing coaching with you and I said to you, right, the first session's Pinterest. And you're like, lady, my Pinterest is getting four times the views of yours a month. I don't need to hear about Pinterest this month. Like that would not fit, right? So like I do, I love that. I I I'm, I think you can be structured, but have a lot of fluidity within that structure. Yeah, because yeah. there's, there's an absolute beautiful structure behind that. Yeah. How we how we play that out we want to figure that out together because you know you best I've got skills in planning and mindset coaching we combine those and then we create the magic so personal coaching um online so wherever you are we can work together excellent and the third option is I have an online course called life by design and this takes you through a similar process to what we do in personal coaching but of course you can do it at your own pace your own time and you've got access to those resources for the lifetime of the program. So you can just dip in and out when you need. And it's a fabulous mix of planning, mindset, practical, soulful, just bundle of goodness. Love it. Tracy, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. I have um, gone, I'm going like all the happies. Now, um, for those listeners here, first of all, thank you. I'm sure you have loved listening to Tracy. And we're going to do, as we normally do after the podcast, give you some really Um, practical relevant steps in relation to this and next week I have a podcast strategist um, who all she does is set up people's Pinterest and do those things who will take us in a little bit in a slightly different direction to complement this as well so I'm super excited about that but Tracy thank you so much for being part of today an absolute pleasure thank you for having me on I love that we get to talk about this and share I guess from a um I want to say lay persons, but you know, just someone who's who yes. like so many. We just want to get your life. Go. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Real Thank life. you so much. Thank you. Doesn't Tracy have beautiful energy? We're going to go through a few of the things that she did and what you can do for your Pinterest in just a moment. But three quick things. One, if you love this episode, I'd love it if you rated and reviewed it so other people would know that this is a good podcast to listen to. Number two, please come and be part of our Map It Marketing Facebook group. There's a link in the show notes if you want help and support and free tips and ideas during the year. And number three, we have our online marketing strategy course launching 24th of January. If you would like to be part of Launch Week and get a never-to-be-repeated 50% off for that week deal then come and register in the show notes there's a little link there and you'll get an email with the offer in just a few days or a week or so time right let's talk about Pinterest if you're going to use it for your business remember set a plan in place first Think about the capacity. Think about how you're going to lay out the boards. Think about what you need. Look, I am a jumper in person. I just jump in and do things. But it's a really good idea to just sit back and take a look. Go and look into Pinterest and look at other people's boards, see how they laid them out. Check your competitors or people in your industry to have a look at those things first. 
Do the groundwork first to make it easier. Once you've set it up, make sure you put time in your diary every week or fortnight or month to put those pins in place and schedule them in. And I do, like Tracy, strongly recommend using the Tailwind app. Next week, we have a Pinterest expert. We're going to double down on Pinterest. I've got her along. She is amazing. And she's got, she learned, I learned so much from her, her and Tracy, from doing this Pinterest stuff. So she's going to talk a little bit about next week about how to really make those pins work. So if Pinterest is your thing, definitely sign in and listen to next week's episode. Until then, have a great week. Thanks for tuning in today to Map It Marketing with me, Rachel Claver. Make sure you hit subscribe in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And if you want notes or information about today's podcast, go to rachelclaver.com slash podcast for more information.